I'm Dan Dews. And I'm Meredith Kelly. The hosts of Little Listeners Lounge. Be prepared to listen and learn about the magic of kids' podcasts. We talk to hosts, creators, producers, and writers and peek behind the scenes of their work. We've had some amazing guests. The deputy director of NASA. Everybody pretending to run away from a T-Rex. Is this what jellyfish are made out of? I see Lincoln's underpants. Join us to learn something new about some of your favorite podcasts. Subscribe to Little Listeners Lounge wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to BKFK. It's me, Gerard the Giant. It's time for a very important shout-out. I am here in the BKFK dungeon. And I will need the help of the troll. And the dragon. And let's see. Yes, the goblin! <laughs> Ready, guys? Let's have a huge roar for... Beatrix! <laughs> Thank you, Beatrix, for being such a wonderful BKFK supporter. Thank you, Gerard. And now, let me introduce you to this week's BKFK Superstars. Hi, my name is Cherish, and I'm 11 this year. I live in Singapore, and I like animals and babies. My name is Lincoln. I'm 5 years old, from Los Angeles. And my favorite thing is... Jiu-Jitsu! My name is Lev. I'm 5 years old. And I like building Legos. Hello, I am Timothy Pang from Singapore and I'm 9 years old. I like to swim. Hello, I'm Kyle. I'm from Singapore. I am 13 this year and I like to draw and cycle. My name is Katie. I'm 10 years old. I come from Singapore. I like doing craft. My name is Gabriel. I am 7 years old. I am from Singapore. And I like to play toys, of course. <laughs> well done, guys. You performed brilliantly. Okay, Ruby, over to you. Mulan. Many years ago, in a village in China, a young woman named Mulan was raking leaves in the garden in front of her house. Her father, Yang, had come outside to sit on the porch and watch from a comfortable rocking chair. He was a brave and respected general in the army when he was younger. But he was much older now and was content to live out his years in peace and quiet. He was too old to fight, but not too old to teach Mulan all he knew. Not only did he teach her to be a kind and clever woman, he also taught her how to ride a horse and how to wield a sword. Now, Mulan had thankfully never needed to use her sword, but she certainly enjoyed practicing. As she worked, she swung her rake around her head. She spun it around and around. It whirled around from one hand to the other. Behind her back and through her legs. Then she tossed it in the air and without even looking up, caught it again and calmly carried on raking. Her father clapped his hands with delight. 
Well done, my daughter, he said. You are my pride and joy. You are the warrior master of our garden. No, we can stand up to your mighty rake. Mulan laughed and went off to empty the wheelbarrow in the compost heap. When she came back, her father had fallen asleep. Mulan smiled and adjusted the blanket on his lap to make sure he was warm. She then kissed him on the forehead and returned to her work. Then she heard a noise. A horseman was approaching. She saw him come racing past towards the town hall. A rider from the emperor? She exclaimed. Why would he come to our village? She dropped the rake and ran to the town square. When she got there, the townsfolk had all gathered around the steps of the town hall. The horseman was nailing a piece of paper to the wall. He then turned to the people and said, As you all know, China made a terrible war. Our army cannot succeed without help from our citizens. So the emperor made a decision. He has declared that one man from each family must volunteer to join the Chinese army. You can see I've attached a list of volunteers to this wall. If you are on this list, please report for duty at Monday morning at 6 o'clock. The crowd gasped. The horseman walked down the steps, climbed up onto his horse and galloped away. Everybody jostled to read the list. One by one they read it and then walked away to tell their loved ones. Eventually, Mulan made her way to the front and read through the names. The list was long. Eventually, she gasped when she read the name. Father? No! This is impossible. He's far too old to fight. He's sick and frail. He'll never survive another battle. She returned home deep in thought. She needed to make a plan to save her father. The next morning, she woke up earlier than usual. She put on her father's armor. She strapped his sword to her belt. And she placed his helmet over her head. Then she wrote a note to her father, saying that she needed to go for a while. And then she left to report for duty with all the other warriors. The captain was welcoming all the men and telling them what to do. Welcome, soldier! said the captain. With good men like you, we can win this terrible war! Good men? I hear you ask. Good men? But Mulan was a woman. The captain had not noticed because she was in disguise. All of that armor she was wearing 
and especially her helmet made it impossible to see who she really was. Later that morning, her father woke up to the sound of knocking at his door. It was his old friend, Tai Lee. Yay! Haven't you heard? She said, Your name is on the list of men to volunteer for the army. Oh, really? Said Yang. I'd like to see this for myself. So Yang and Tai Lee set off for the village hall. When they got there, Tylee pointed with her walking stick to the list. Yang slowly walked up the steps for a closer look. A mark had been made next to each name to show that they had reported for duty. He carefully read the names. Shang, Dang, Fong. Until eventually, he found his own name. Yay! But Tylee! There's a mark next to my name, showing that I reported for duty, but I have not. He was even more mystified when they arrived home to discover that his sword, armor, and helmet were gone. But then they saw the letter from Mulan. Oh no! Groaned Yang. My darling daughter! Tylee put a hand on his shoulder and said, I'm sorry, old friend. It's too late to do anything about this. The soldiers have all already left. And so they had. Mulan was marching with her fellow warriors, none of whom had any idea that she was a woman. And for many years, they never found out. Mulan was very careful to keep her disguise. No one ever suspected that she was not a man. She was brilliant at whatever she put her mind to. She was an expert with her sword. Her companions would throw an apple in the air, and before it touched the ground, it would be cut into eight neat pieces. Everyone cheered. And soon she became known as the best swordsperson in the army and the best maker of a fruit salad. She was also skilled with a bow and arrow. She could hit an apple thrown in the air with her eyes closed. When it came to horse riding, there was no one that could compete with her. She was fast and fearless and an inspiration to the entire army. After years of hard battle, the war was over. They had won! She was summoned to the Emperor. He is a hero. He declared, He is a warrior of outstanding courage. For services to China, he shall be rewarded. The crowd cheered. And Mulan left the palace with the best horse in the land and a bag jingling with treasure. A few days later, she slowly trotted into her village. 
As she turned into her street, she saw a man sitting in a chair, looking this way and that. It was her father. When he saw the horse approaching, he tried to stand up. A woman next to him helped him up by his arm and gave him a stick to lean on. It was his old friend, Tylee. Yang's face broke into a smile when he saw that the rider was Mulan. My daughter! He cried. You have returned! She climbed off her horse and gave him a huge hug. My dear father, I have so much to tell you! They laughed as they went inside. She changed back into her old clothes and once again was her old self. later, some of the men who were Mulan's companions came to her house. Mulan came outside to greet them. They could not believe their eyes. You're not Mulan! They cried. What have you done with our friend? Let me explain, said Mulan. Do you remember the Battle of the Yellow River? Do you remember how I saved your life by knocking the arrow out of the air with my sword? Yes, said the soldiers. And do you remember how I saved you when you lost your horse? Yes. And surely you remember the fruit salad I expertly chopped with my sword in the air? How could we forget? Mulan, it's you! They laughed and hugged their dear friend Mulan, who had fought by their side in battle. They spread Mulan's story throughout the whole of China, and she became a national hero, an inspiration to all. Hey guys, if you like this episode, please share it with your friends and family. It is one of the best ways to support BKFK Storytime.